it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey there, it's Grant Wall with the Planet Football Podcast. There is a new series on Amazon that is absolutely terrific. It's called This is Football It's a six-part documentary exploring football's extraordinary impact on the world from the pitches of the Champions League to the village where Lionel Messi grew up to the fields of post-war Rwanda. This globe-spanning series tells a unique story of the game and its power to unite countries, inspire generations, and captivate billions. It's all told through real, heartfelt stories featuring Messi, Pep Guardiola, Brandy Chastain, and many others. I actually binge-watched all six episodes this past weekend. Uh, There's a wonderful second episode as well on the U.S. women's national team and the Japanese women's national team uh, that has to do with our guest today. Crystal Dunn, the World Cup champion, is joining us. Crystal, welcome. You're here on behalf of Secret and Olay Body Wash, which are available at Walgreens. Crystal, what do you have going on with these guys, Secret and Olay? Um, yeah, so I've recently partnered with Secret and Only Body Wash, and they're incredible. Um, obviously, as you know, I am a soccer player professionally, so I am constantly in the sun, sweating, and all this and that, so it's really great to just have, like, a brand that you can rely on and, um, you know, just get, also get some really great deals off of them. So they have a really great deal going on right now, August 30th, um, so you can buy two Secret Outlasts for $11 and two Olay body washes for $12. So it's an awesome um, deal, and it's it's going on through August 30th, so I think it's um, something people should definitely look into. And, um, yeah, it's been incredible for me. So lots to talk about here uh, news-wise as well. I want to jump right in with some news. Your NWSL team, the North Carolina Courage, played to a league record crowd of more than 25,000 in Portland last weekend. Mm-hmm. You scored, but then your team yeah. ends up losing 2 to 1 on two old goals. Um Yes, yes, it's so <laughs> sensitive still, Grant. Goodness gracious. <laughs> How tough is it to lose when your team has two old goals? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, it's just tough to lose in general. I mean, I'm such a sore loser. It's so funny. Like, my husband actually works for the Thorns, so, like, even, like, going to get dinner with him after the game, I was, like, so silent. I was, like, I can't even talk to you right now. I was, like, crushed. But, yeah, the environment was incredible. You know, 25,000 people, amazing. You know, I think the game was also... Um, an interesting game too. You know, I think the first half we completely had them. We should put two or three more goals in and then kind of just killed the game. But, you know, we didn't, we were only up one zero and we allowed them to get back in and, you know, one own goal, then another own goal and we're down two one, you know, within, you know, 10 minutes of each other. And I think, you know, the game got away from us, but it's definitely a learning curve. I think this is kind of just what sports is in general. It's like if you don't really put a complete game together, there is the opportunity that you could lose the game. And, you know, that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, definitely a learning learning um, experience for us. You mentioned your husband, and I hope I get his name right. It's Pierre Sobrier? Sobrier, yes. Okay. Um, he seems to always be on the opposing team, whether it's at the World Cup and he's French. Uh, and you're playing <laughs> France, or whether he's working for the Portland Thorns and you're playing their team. Yeah. Uh, it almost sounds like a sitcom. H- how does this work for you guys? <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting. I think, you know, he's obviously so proud to be French. I think he's very happy that the men won the World Cup, and, of course, his wife won the Women's World Cup. So I think that's okay. But, yeah, seeing him <laughs> on the other side of the field um, over the weekend, I was like, wow, this really sucks. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he couldn't even probably be happy for me when I scored. So like, that's unfortunate, but <laughs> is it, is it a little tough considering that you're kind of on opposite sides of the country during league season? Yeah. I mean, I think that's every, um, soccer player's situation for the most part. I mean, of course in the NWSL, there's only nine teams. So, you know, our country's huge. There's only nine teams and the chances of you actually like living with your partner or being in the same city as your partner are very slim, um, so we always knew that these are kind of the years that we just got to push through and, you know, do what's best for our careers, but also support each other along the way. So um, he's happy there um, in Portland. It's obviously a really great city, a lot of support, a lot of fan base there. And I'm happy in North Carolina. You know, I think it's important for me to stay true to what I believe and my environment's good. I'm developing and, and really um, enjoying going to work every day. And I think unless that ever stops, you know, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. Your team, The Courage, is the defending league champion, but you're currently in third place, just two points, though, behind league-leading Portland with Chicago in between. 
Do you think the Courage at full strength is the best team in the league? And what areas do you think your team needs to work on the rest of the way to try and win another title? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to obviously know that every team has a strength. You know, I think, um, you know, that's just what this league brings. You know, you beat a team, but you also lose to a team that you were able to beat earlier in the year. And that's just the flow of the season. It's a, you know, it's a win each game kind of season. And I think, you know, what makes my team, I think, really hard to break down is, you know, the pace at which we want to play, the, you know, the power that all of our players have and, um, you know, just our ability to constantly want to get on the ball and win the ball back and, and just continuously get down the flanks and, and just have so many different ways of attacking. Um, with that being said, there's always um, a high risk, high reward with that. You know, mm-hmm. we, we flood a lot of numbers forward and um, we can get, you know, penalized on the counterattack. But, you know, I think our back line obviously does well to kind of ride the waves. But, you know, there are some games that we do get exposed and um, that's just the nature of it. It's a, it's a very high risk, high reward way that we play. And, um, and yeah, each team has that strength and each team probably has something that they um, lack in some department as well. Starting Thursday this week, uh, you have this cool ICC tournament. It's uh, four teams. Uh, the Courage plays. Uh, who do you guys play on Thursday night? Uh, we play Ma- Man City. City. Man City, yes. City, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, other two teams are, are Lyon, the European champion, and a really good Atletico Madrid team. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, these European teams are in preseason, but um, it's still a very competitive tournament. How seriously do you take trying to win this four-team tournament? Yeah, I think it's um, it's been an interesting year, I will say. <laughs> I mean, um, coming off a World Cup win and then, you know, getting a little bit of a break, but then kind of coming back right into the NWSL um, and then for my team only, um, we are in this ICC tournament, which is incredible. It's a great way to, um, you know, compete against European teams. I think it's a way that people can see, you know, they always want to make the comparison. What's better? Which league is better? Which teams are better? And I think it's a great way for people to be able to, you know, see so many amazing players compete against each other at one time and, um, you know, make their own judgment and draw their own conclusions. Um, but it is tough because we are in the heat of a season and, um you know, they're, this, these teams are in their preseason, so, you know, they might be looking into this tournament in a different way. But for us, you know, we definitely want to win. We're, you know, in form. We've been playing, but also we could be a little bit fatigued. You know, we just mm-hmm. had a game, um, and then we're playing these games um, in the middle of the week. And, um, yeah, I think I'm expecting some rotation of players. I don't think, you know, starters are going to play full 90-minute games and things like that. So it'll be good for the whole team to, um, you know, just get some minutes and, and get some great play against a top opponent. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Before we get to some U.S. women's national team questions, I do want to ask you about this bump we've seen the NWSL get after the World Cup success. I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. big crowds, uh, record crowd last weekend for you guys. What do you think the league needs to do to maintain that bump over the longer term? Um, I mean, it's a tough question because when fans do make the effort to come out to games, it's great. And I, you know, it's, it's hard to believe that they wouldn't want to do that consistently throughout the year or in a non world cup year, but I get it. There's a lot of buzz around soccer and um, world cup and Olympic years. So um, I think the years that there isn't a world cup or an Olympics or a major event, that's when, you know, we really need to dig deep and figure out how are we supposed to get these fans here or how are we going to touch um, new fans that don't know about the game. The amount of people we run into who are like, oh, I didn't know there's a woman team playing in this city and things like that. It's like, how do you still not know? You know, we feel like um, the marketing can obviously just get better and better, maybe more commercials. You know, people at home watching TV, like if they just get a glimpse that there is a game going on or if there's promo for it, I feel like it could just capture so many more people and uh, fill many more stands. So I think those are the things we need to kind of just continue pushing. And, of course, we need to do it even more in, in, like I said, the years that we don't have major tournaments going on. Taking a very quick ad break here. There's a new series on Amazon called This is Football. It's a six-part documentary exploring football's extraordinary impact on the world. From the pitches of the Champions League to the village where Lionel Messi grew up to the fields of post-war Rwanda, this globe-spanning series tells a unique story of the game and its power to unite countries, inspire generations, and captivate billions. It's all told through real heartfelt stories featuring Messi, Pep Guardiola, Brandy Chastain, and many others. I give it a high recommendation. I watched all six episodes last weekend. There's a great second episode on the U.S. women's national team and the Japanese national team as they've developed over the years. Let's talk about the U.S. women's national team, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um there's some news here. Just uh, this week, Kate Markgraf was hired as the new general manager. She will hire a new coach for the team. What kind of qualities do you want in whomever ends up being that coach? Um, you know, it's it's hard to say. I think whoever is going to be our new coach is either going to be, you know, is either going to go down one of two routes. I think it's either going to be a coach that – um, could be very well out of the NWSL where they already know the style of play, the American style of play, and they know a lot about, you know, the players individually. Or I feel like we can go a route where we get someone completely, you know, out of the American soccer bubble and, you know, someone who is going to pretty much have a blank slate of all the players and kind of start from scratch. So uh, personally, you know, I don't really have a preference. I think as long as the coach comes in and, um you know, gives us new ideas and and allows us to also be ourselves and express who we are on the field. I think um, that's all, you know, anyone can really hope for. So um, I'm kind of in the dark, though, too, about (laughs) any coaches lined up. So uh, I'm hoping to figure that out, you know, in the near future for sure. The last couple of years you've been asked to play out of position as a left back for the national team. Are you in any way hoping the new coach might ask you to play more of your natural position higher up the field? 
<laughs> um, you know, I'd, I think that would be hard to to say off the bat just because, you know, I have no idea if the new coach is going to come in with a new formation or style of play or anything like that. And I think for me, I've always been the player that, uh, you know, just wants to fit and mold in with the team. So I feel like at this point in my career, yes, I do want to play more of an attacking role, but um, only if it makes sense, only if it makes me feel like I'm going to be able to be at my best. Um, so uh, I'll be competitive as I don't know what, obviously every single camp leading into, you know, the Olympics and things like that. But I think for me, it's just about, you know, really trying to be at my best and whichever position I am placed in, I think um, just compete and, and always try to strive to be at the highest level. Your North Carolina coach, Paul Riley, is viewed as one of the top candidates for the national team job. Uh, for our listeners out there who may not know that much about him, what have you learned about how Riley does his job? Um, yeah, Paul is so passionate about the game. I mean, the way he's able to break down games and um, just create and develop new ideas on how he wants us to play and, and what our style of play is going to look like, I think shows how much he really dedicates his time to um, our development and our performances. Um, you know, he's somebody that believes in player one to 23. And I think that's important. I think, um, sometimes coaches can get carried away with just their starting 11 or the two or three players that they might use in the game. But I think he really takes time to, you know, encourage players that not, might not be getting a lot of playing time. And I really, really love that because I think for anyone who's ever been a player, that's not a starter who doesn't dress from time to time, um, you know, it's important to feel like you are valued still and still want to give your all to a team that respects and cares for you. And I think that's what, um, you know, that's what our team, why our team is so unique. I think players that are not able to, you know, perform on the field or get playing time are the ones that are actually helping those that are starting and getting playing time um, perform and be at their, their best self. We're winding down here with Crystal Dunn, World Cup 2019 champion. And I'm curious, Crystal, when you look back on this 2019 World Cup title, what are you going to remember the most? Um, honestly, I just remember the journey. I think it's funny because, you know, all of a sudden, blink of an eye, we win. And it's great. It's an amazing feeling. You feel, you know, the weight off your shoulder, the pressure of, you know, winning a gold medal but then you look back and you're like wow like all the things you've gone through to get to that point is actually what you remember most about it and I think for me obviously my journey from 2015 until 2019 was all about you know just the continuously believing in myself and and you know just figuring out what I wanted to be as a player and just going off of that and every day just you know working so hard to make sure that I make that roster. And I think that is really what I'm going to cherish the most is just the, the grit that I had to show every single day and, and to continuously prove myself day in and day out um, why I belong in the team. And then looking back, obviously feeling like I was a, a key player to, to our success. And, you know, that's a great feeling. But, you know, just like I said, looking back on the journey and, and what it took for me to get to there to that po point in time. I'm curious also, how has your life changed since you came home as a World Cup champion? Um, you know, to be fair, not much has changed. I feel like we didn't really have a lot of time to really <laughs> to really um, soak it all in. I think for me, um, 
more and more fans, just seeing more and more fans in the stands, I think is what makes me feel like, wow, like there was a World Cup, there was a major event that has sparked, you know, more interest in the game. Um, but for me personally, I mean, I still feel like I'm same old Crystal Dunn, you know, just going out there and trying to encourage teammates. And um, I think in this off season will be a time where I can really reflect on this year. But um, so much is going on since has gone on since the World Cup final that I'm like, oh, I just feel like I. And back in the NWSL, like not anything has really changed. You know, Crystal, part of me wishes that you guys had the opportunity, like the men's World Cup champions from France, to like take a month off. Yeah. You know? I know. Uh, My husband has the same thing. He's like, dude, the parties are probably crazy. But I'm like, I would never know because we're back playing. (laughs) Well, Crystal Dunn, thank you so much for joining the podcast. And once again, congratulations on winning the World Cup. Thank you very much. Nice speaking with you. Thanks for listening to the Planet Football Podcast. I'd like to thank Crystal Dunn, as well as producer Brandon Nix, and everyone at Sports Illustrated who supports this podcast. Remember to check out Throwback, my podcast series on the origins of the U.S. Women's National Team and the FIFA Women's World Cup. Also, check out our show, Planet Football TV, that is back this week with Season 3 with me and Luis Miguel Echegaray on SITV. See you next time.